The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Mondays at 7 p.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Well, welcome, everybody. I am Jay Garvin, host of The Jay Garvin Show, and we've got the very first show right after Thanksgiving, and I've got a special title, a special subject, a special guest right in the studio here. This week with the drum roll, Matt, out of the gates, I'm going to be talking about the timing of a refinance. See, many people think a refinance is nothing more than replacing an old appliance that's worn out. Buying a new set of shoes, a simple transaction, but that couldn't be further from the truth. And I want to tell you, the timing of your refinance is essential. And if you need to do a refinance, you call me at 719-330-1457. Not only do I host the show here, but I am the founder and part owner of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage right in downtown. And whether it's a purchase loan or a refinance loan, I would love to walk you through the process. Because there's a specific timing to any mortgage transaction, specifically the timing of the refinance. And it depends a lot on the ebb and flow of the annual real estate market. So without any further delay, I'm going to introduce Bill McAfee, the owner of Empire Title. Every single month, he does the economic update and talks just exactly about that. What's happening in real estate and what's the ebb and the flow. Bill, I appreciate you coming in, especially right after Thanksgiving. Thank you, Jay. I just ate a third of my own body weight and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> and yeah. this is one of the first times you stayed home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, my daughter uh, turned 14 and she did not want to go on the beach this one. She wanted to be with her friends, which that's hard to believe a 14-year-old wouldn't want to be with her dad. She'd rather be with her friends. I'm totally shocked. I know. It's turning. My <laughs> son, he just turned 14 as well this month, as a matter of fact. And I'm like, honey, if we turn this into, like, birthday weekend now because he has sleepovers, yep. then they go to trampoline world, then they come back. I'm like, we used to have a party. Right. Absolutely. Now they just want to live with their friends. Yeah, maybe ice cream and cake. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know. <laughs> but Ugh. we had a hot, hot October in real estate, and you're doing some bold predictions for spring. So. You know, share the numbers with us, our friend. You know, Jay, this is just an incredible market. I uh, what we're seeing right now is just stuff that we've never seen before. So it's kind of unprecedented in certain price ranges. Like I've been in this business since '91, and I've never seen stuff like this. What we're seeing, we're going to see a little bit of a lull um, through, which is typical in the winters. And if you really think about this, it's people during the holidays typically don't want to be moving. You know, if you don't have to, typically people don't buy in the winter. Though the people that are buying in the winter are people who have a reason to. And so we're going to see a little bit of a slowdown here in November and December. I am predicting right now the first quarter of this of this next year will be the hottest thing that we've ever seen for a quarter in that first quarter. It's just there's so much pent up demand, inventory is low. Uh, in the history of El Paso yeah, County, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be something that we've you just we haven't seen. And you could tell when the market's as strong as this is not as weird because I still got a turkey leg sticking out of my mouth. <laughs> but the bottom line is. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. For one that gobble one. for that. that. That's kind of mean, Matt. Just one gobble. So anyway, uh, it basically, what happens during the holidays? The, you know, the real estate agents themselves. It's a lot of them will will back off because they want to spend time with families too. So you see a natural progression of the market slowing just a hair. Looking at uh, where we're at active listings, Jay, we're at nineteen hundred and thirty nine listings. 
What's the most that we've had in the last 10 years? We have Before 19, the crash, 7,000. So 7,000 houses on the market mm-hmm. before the crash of right. 07. Right. Now we have less than 2,000. Absolutely. And it's and the, the thing of it is, as we talked about this last time, we now have two national builders in town. Before this year, we hadn't. And so even with them, it, we're going to pick up some, but it's not going to go to the extent to offset this demand that's there. You know, I, th- I read that article the other day. They're saying in 15 years, it's supposed to, Car Springs supposed to be the largest city and by yep. blah, 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 blah. You know, the, if, if you think about that, Jay, I mean, the, Denver has 1.2, I think, or something like that. I mean, I, I'm not positive. Yep. El Paso's at 4.7, yep. you know, uh, you know, 470,000, something like that. Yeah. But that means we'd have to go about two and a half times in 15 years, even if they didn't grow. And so I don't know that I buy that prediction, but what I am telling you is the people that we're seeing on the closing tables are coming here from every state. They're coming here massively from California. Yeah. They're selling their homes with a ton of equity out there. They're coming out here. They're, they're paying taxes. all cash. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A lot of retired military coming in here. You're still seeing the job market. I think I saw we're at 2.7% unemployment. I mean, it's just it's crazy what's going on. So basically with active listings down that low, and then the next story is is the sales. On the sales, we're actually, we had 1,431 for the month of October, which just to let you know that set a record ever. It, <laughs> it almost cleared out in our the, entire inventory. Well, listen to this. Go back to in the last, so in the last 14 years, I'm going back to 07, no, going back to 11. We were down during those where we sold 430-some units. So 1,431 now. To in the, the low, slow period. In the slow, yeah, and it to 430-some units. So that just gives you a historic perspective on what's going on. On a running average, we're still selling 1,360 units a month, which is just, it, it shatters anything we've ever seen. Before the crash, on a running average, we were at about just a pinch over 1,000 on a running average. We're at 1,360. Wow. 30, I mean, you, you, those are numbers that are just crazy. What has it done to the values then? What have you seen They're, in October <laughs> with the median average? Well, value? you brought it up before we were on air. I was just wiping the whipped cream off my face. And, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it, it was amazing because, you know, October, which you don't see this a lot, October uh, beat September. So we actually had both average and median price on a monthly level come up. And a lot of times during the holidays, you'll see them start to go down. Not this month. They both spiked. I can't believe that October's median value was over 280 grand. That's like a hot summer number. You know, it's crazy. It was 285.38. Uh, and again, go back. Uh, okay, so this is this is an, an October number. Okay, yeah. Let's go back, and I'm just going to go back to again on uh, in 2010. We had prices as low as we were about 171. So a hundred grand less right. in median value. And you know, I've been here since January of 2012 preaching for people to buy. Yep. And I've I've tapped out actually. Right. I bought my sixth investment property in uh, the first part of this month. Right. And Bill, less than two weeks with a sign in the yard in the off winter season. Right. Less than two weeks. Right. Full asking price for my rental property. And Justin Hermes was on last week and he said, Jay, it's all about location, location, location. In this economy right now, people just want to have location, proximity. If you're at the north end to make that commute to Denver, if you're at the south end to be close to the mountains. What do you see happening then through the winter? We know what you're predicting in the spring. I think we're going to still see a very hot winter. It won't be the numbers that we hit in, you know, obviously July, August, stuff like that. But you're going to see uh, it'll be a record winter, you know, as far as comparing this winter to any winters that we've seen in the past. It'll be a record winter, number of sales. You'll see average and average and medium will they'll cool off a little bit simply because demand will cool off a little bit. And again, going back to people don't like to buy during the holidays. You don't like to be they moving your don't. family. No, and, and I get it. You know, you don't want to get up on Christmas morning and 
and have a box set in there, you know, unless you're Charlie yeah. Brown or something yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so, tough because oh. my family's been through that, you know, uh, buying in the season. It, yep. it, it really offsets your family and so forth. But we've got a lot of potential here, and I just don't see where the uh, inventory is going to catch up with the demand. Well, and, and looking right now, you just brought up the inventory levels. We're at 1.43 months, Jay. We've only been lower than that this last summer, ever. And this is a, this is a calculation that predicts what's going to happen. And what's that 1.43 mean? That means it would take us 1.43 months to burn through. If we didn't add any houses in, it'd take us 1.43 months to burn through everything we have. Everything. everything. No more houses no. left. What's normal is four to six months. That's normal. Wow. So we're, you know, you're less than half of what a normal would be. And so, you know, if you, if you put that in and Jay, you know, you're in this business, rates aren't climbing. Hell, they've, they've eased a little bit. Yeah. I mean, so it's, I, I don't see rates being an issue. Barring North Korea shooting a missile over the top of us or some crazy geopolitical thing, this market in the near term, and I'm saying through 18, is just yeah. going to be incredibly good. See, I announced last week, and I'm going to talk about it again after this segment. What do you think about, uh, Richard Cordray? Yeah. The uh, chairman of the CFPB, the right. Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, resigning literally next week at, right. at the end of this month. Do you think it's going to have an effect on our industry? You know, here's the bottom line, I think. And, and uh, politically, one of the things that Trump ran on was that he was going to do some deregulation. Yep. And so there was speculation that Corduroy was going to step out actually back in September, and then he was going to run for governor, and there's all sorts of stuff. But the bottom line is... The current administration isn't near as vehement about the regulation. And so uh, Corduroy, uh, he did his thing. He was at that time appointed by the last administration as a gunslinger to come in and do whatever he needed to do. And that's what he did. And now, you know, there's talk of re actually reorganizing the CFP, putting a, maybe a board of governors on it where five people control it instead of just one. Yep. Having oversight by Congress and the Senate. I think what's going to happen is the zealous oversight is going to slow down. So uh -huh. I, so to me, what I think is going to happen is lenders and everyone in the industry, it's, I think credit's going to loosen a little bit. So I, I just think overall you're going to see an overall kind of people taking a breath and getting ready to do real business. I think you're going to see money start flow back in. Honestly, I think it's going to be something that a dramatic effect, no, will have a positive effect. I sure do. Because, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I agree with you, and I think that lends to your prediction that this is going to be a solid and very exciting, explosive first quarter for growth because – Nationwide, lenders are 15 to 20 percent off from last year because rates are still historically low, but they're about a half a percent higher than they were last year. My branch in the state of Colorado is, is ending right where we were last year. Right. How is the title? Are you guys up, down, about we've, the same? We've been very blessed. Yeah, I mean, the market itself in the re residential resale is up about 7 percent. So that's how far we are above the number of homes that sold last year. Our orders coming in on the real estate, we're up about almost 20 percent. So amazing. we've about tripled what the market's done. So we're we're very fortunate we've been eaten into some market churn. But when you look at a, a market that's driving seven percent, you know, an increase in a normal market might be two and a half to three percent. And where we're selling seven percent more units than we did. It's just crazy. I mean it, it is, it's, it is. You know, and you've got an amazing team. I mean you and Rhonda orchestrate forty plus people. So tell them That's the last, eighty actually, Jay. Eighty now. <laughs> yeah. That is Weird. crazy. So in the last minute, post Thanksgiving, All right. that, I've been that still turkey on. digestion and that lethargy that people have here the Saturday after Thanksgiving, what would you give them as a final piece of advice for November? 
you know, for the month of November, obviously, like I said, we t- things are not going to sell. But I'm telling you, prices are still going to push not as hard, but they still will because of the lack of supply. Sellers, you know, they're still going to be able to continue to push their prices. They're still that 200 to 400 is still the sweet spot as far as what's selling. Mm-hmm. If you're in that price range, you can push more. If I was a buyer, I'll be honest with you, because you typically do see average and median prices come down through the winter. If I'm a serious buyer, I would actually jump into this market right now because you're going to get a little bit of a discount buying through the winter months because Amen. you see average and median go down. So investors, you know, I buy a lot at the trustees sale through when everyone's not there anymore. Absolutely. Your holding toss may be a little bit longer, but still. Yeah. I mean, and you're right. You're right. If people don't want to shop at Walmart on a Saturday... You know, it's like buying in the winter. There's not a lot of competition, but nope. you have to have purpose. Absolutely. So happy Thanksgiving, my friend. You I'm going to be back right after these messages. But Bill and Rhonda have the largest and fastest growing title company here in town, Empire Title. You go ahead, give them a call, get their information. Bill, share your point of contact. It is uh, www.etcos.com. Phone number, 719-884-5300. Thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks, Jay. And be back right after these important messages. Come on. If you make sure you're connected, the writing's on the wall. But if your mind's neglected, stumble, you might fall. Stumble, you might fall. Stumble, you might fall. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Mondays at 7 p.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back with your Home Mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Academy Art and Frame Company. Well, thanks so much for sticking with me. It is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Have one of my best friends, Bill McAfee, in the studio talking about real estate, the best Thanksgiving gift or Christmas wish that I could receive. And I pray that you've had a great Thanksgiving weekend as well. I'm Jay Garvins. If you've not heard my voice before, I am the Southern Colorado Home Mortgage Jedi. Whoa! That's the saber coming across. We got a new Star Wars movie coming out in Christmas, and you'll be able to see me uh, caption oh, no, that as a, a Jedi. And I'm humbled because they are producing the entire movie this time off of me and my brethren, the Jedi. Watch trailer. You can get a hold of me at 3301457. Many people over the last week or two have been calling me Wolfman J. What you talking about, Willis? I got a little bit of raspy voice. That's because I have been doing show after show. Had an amazing class. I wish that you'd go to churchillcolorado.com. Set your calendar in 2018. Look at the classes and the events. Pull down that tab. Get signed up. I had a packed-out house to more than 30 participants who came to my last investment property class. Bill McAfee, who I just walked out of the studio, said, Jay, I just did two more packed-out classes. He is an amazing teacher, Bill McAfee, one of the best 
communicators, best educators in El Paso County, and I'm humbled to be in the same room with him. And if you're just joining me, today's show is called The Timing of a Refinance. And just like Bill McAfee in the economic update talked about the ebb and the flow of the real estate market. See, in the summer, the market is hot, hot, hot for obvious reasons. Military families are moving. Traditional families are moving. There's far more inventory that is put on the market because it's easier to sell your house in the summer than it is in the middle of the winter for multiple reasons for weather, your kids' schooling, work, things like that. But we saw an anomaly in October of this year where the median value, the number of sales, all went up. But for the most part, Bill McAfee, owner of Empire Title, as his closing statement, his most important point mentioned to the fact that if you want to get ahead of your peers, you might consider purchasing in the winter. See, because values take a dip. Inventory takes a dip. And also in the fall and into the winter, the best time to refinance is immediately after summer and the hot months. We have record-breaking median and average values in Colorado Springs. When you do a refinance, that refinance is dependent on the value of the homes around you to determine an appraised value of your home. If you go ahead and look at the previous three to six months' worth of sales, which is the pool, the inventory, that they take home values to determine your ultimate home value, you're going to be choosing from a pool of the highest sales numbers. See, I bought a house in 2012 with a military loan for $385,000 with no money down. Right in Ivy Wild, I refinanced that here in the fall, practicing what I preach, never asking you to do what I don't first do myself. And the value of my house came in at $525,000. That's a 33% increase, but it was about $20,000 higher than I anticipated because the summer months were so hot across the entire Pikes Peak region, but specifically in the southwest end, down by Ivy Wild, the Broadmoor, Skyway, Lower Skyway, and that area. But there's a lot of different considerations that you should ponder on before you even do a refinance. See, the title of the show today is The Timing of a Refinance. And many people see the refinance process no different than buying a new pair of shoes when the old ones are worn out. No different than getting an appliance because it's got the greatest, latest bells and whistles. Really a commodity exchange, and that's not the case at all. There are several very important options to consider when you're actually doing a refinance and how it fits into your overall financial goals. I just had one of the silliest, what I determined most pathetic conversations last week when we've been trying to help a couple for four months getting ready for a purchase. Also, the real estate agent was as well. And at the last minute, this couple just decided to go rogue. And that's what's so great about America. You can have your individual opportunity to succeed or fail. 
It's not an authoritative society, and you can do whatever you want. At the last minute, this guy dumps his real estate agent and dove right into a for sale by owner. Recommended that he keep representation, transaction broke or something, and he went out on his own. But then also he contacted me and said, hey, Jay, I've told you from the very beginning, told your loan officer from the very beginning, you guys are just a commodity to me. It's all about the dollar. I just got a quote on realcheapdiscountrate.com and show me the money. And we gave him a very aggressive offer. But at that point, I changed my tone and said, hey, partner, if we're not of value to you, if you don't see this anything more than a simple, generic, cold transaction, then I'm probably not your guy. Because as the superdiscountrate.coms, as the Quicken Loans, all of these wonderful companies turn your mortgage transaction into a rocket process or a click and point, that's the exact time that I want to reach forward and build a relationship and differentiate myself with the heart of a teacher and say, hey, how does this refinance actually play into your retirement goals? How does this purchase play into your overall stepped goals for any type of residual income and, more importantly, debt elimination, your overall budget? This might be your first step. Are you thinking of a second and third step? And this family went so far to say, look, this is an individual isolated transaction, and we want to refer people to you, and we'll start over next time. And I said, you know what, partner? That's not the way I work. This is not an isolated event. This is not an isolated decision. There's actual purpose behind that refinance that fits into a much larger picture. I'm going to go into those nine or ten reasons why you would consider a refinance, and many of these apply to purchase, but I'll finish with saying this, this same client has a very tough time progressing through his career, and I would beg to offer that there's a combination and a connection in your decision-making with when and where you're going professionally because he's been treated as a commodity with low salary, low wages, far below his wife's, which doesn't make a difference with you being the head of the household or not, but you can clearly see in her career she's adding value to people's lives, and he is not. And as long as you continue to treat those around you as a commodity, a cold, hard commodity, really look in the mirror, and you'll see that's how you'll be treated as well. So there's a major, major purpose and major, major timing behind every financial decision you make, and one of the largest you will ever make is a refinance. So stay tuned. Right after these important messages, I'm going to get into the special circumstances why you would consider a refinance and what would be the timing of that. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio News Radio. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Mondays at 7 p.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back. Now, here's Jay Garvin's. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? 
Garvin's here. Thanks so much for sticking around. I am sharing with you the show today, Timing of a Refinance. But right when I start, there comes the knock. I got to go through housekeeping. It's just going to be for a couple of minutes here. Had Bill McAfee on earlier, and we're celebrating the first Saturday after Thanksgiving. And I want to tell you that I am thankful for you. In the news, there's a lot of big changes here locally. Nothing bigger nationwide, though. Then the announcement that Richard Corray, however you pronounce his name, the chairman of the CFPB, the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, has stated actually at the end of this next week he's going to resign. One, two, three, four, five more days. He is out. And this administration, Trump, said he was going to come in and really deregulate things. They have not done that as aggressively as he wanted to, but that's the politics of Washington. They called on Richard to probably exit that office sooner, but it comes as no surprise, but I believe it'll affect the stock market. It's going to affect the interest rates. It's going to affect us all the way down here through the state of Colorado. One of the few times that a national decision will really affect us, just like the Trump election did, but it has not slowed down our markets. I got an article here right in the Gazette that says October was a hot month for Home building, and Bill McAvee confirmed that November's going to be in the same accord. So that's very, very important. Most of all, in the news and in your life and over this weekend, I want you to just take time to reflect on what you're thankful for. See, I shared this last week before Thanksgiving, and I'll do so again. I am personally thankful for my relationship with my higher power, Christ. Also, most thankful for my personal health. I've been very, very, very blessed with my health, and so is my family. Pray every day, morning, meals, and night with my kids. Very pleasantly surprised for the first time in his life. In 14 years, my son went to Emergicare for a twisted ankle, and we've just been very, very healthy, and I thank God for those blessings all the way through my extended family, but also for being a citizen in the most amazing country in the world where there's a ton of ordinary people that do extraordinary things because of the free capitalistic society that we live in. The rants from the left and the right are fine, but we still are the greatest country in the world. And then for my personal passion, purpose, for you, the radio listeners, having a reason to get up every morning, I thank God every single day to have a passion, a desire, a push to make a difference in your life. And I know many of you do the same. And finally, my extended family. You spend as much time almost, if not more, with your working family, with Kay and Kenny and Sean and Becca and Lena and Jennifer and Kathy. All very, very blessed to spend time with my extended family and all the way into Churchill. How thankful I am for Mike Hartwick that he met Dave Ramsey and they formed a friendship of 25 years, a partnership, and I just thank God. So reflect this weekend the things that you're thankful for. Also take the time to go out to Churchill.com and reflect of some of your things that you're thankful for by putting in your information on the right-hand side. Click send. If you'd like to get started on that refinance before Christmas so you don't go into the new year with a ton of debt and stress, I can help you with that. But go to churchillcolorado.com. Also a gift I want to give you here before we enter into the Christmas season is Home Scout. Home Scout, pull out your 
smartphone, go to Google Play, go to the App Store, and download Home Scout. One word, just like Boy Scout, Home Scout. Put in your email, your phone number, and your VIP code, which is J Garvin's. J Garvin's, Garvin's spelled with an E, G-A-R-V-E-N-S. And this is your own private password protected real estate multiple listing system search. You put in your zip code, you're going to see a bunch of red dots. You can see what the houses are for sale to the left and the right of you. You see that sign. I know you're curious, but you don't know what the house is worth. You don't have to go on to Zillow. That's not accurate. 60% accurate is Zillow. 70% Trulia. Realtor.com is only 80% accurate. Home Scout provided you by Churchill, my parent company, for free, 100% accurate, allows you to see what the house is sold with yellow dots around your area. Very, very important. Best Christmas present going into the holiday season that I could give you. So with that being said, I'm going to spend the rest of the time here in the segment jumping right back into the timing of a refinance. See, there's about 10 reasons or more that you would even consider a refinance. See, first of all, you have to ask yourself, what is the actual purpose of the refinance? A lot of people call me up and say, hey, Jay, I heard on the radio that rates are low and I should refi. I'm like, by God, do you even have an idea or a purpose behind your call? And it's amazing. When rates are down, the talking heads in the media tell you, rates are low, rates are low, rates are low. Then all the commercials, refi now, refi now, refi now, come into play. And the questions I ask you is, one, are you trying to consolidate maybe the last of your unsecured debt? trying to complete your debt-free snowball in Dave Ramsey's seven baby steps? Maybe you're trying to eliminate your private mortgage insurance or your mortgage insurance premium from a recent purchase. In Colorado Springs, if you bought your house before 2016, you better stop, drop, and roll. Give me a call at 330-1457 if you add conventional or FHA mortgage insurance or private mortgage insurance on your loan. Because we have appreciated values in El Paso County, Pikes Peak Region, Colorado Springs that are hot enough. They've went up 10% a year. And if you put 3% down in the last two years, we put 10% plus 10%. That means instead of 3% equity, you've got 23% equity and you can eliminate that private mortgage insurance. Are you trying to lower your monthly payment? Maybe as you're going into retirement where you have limited monthly fixed income and you want to try to eliminate some of your expenses to make ends meet financially? Are you trying to free up your VA eligibility? There's a lot of people, I just did this last year, refinanced my primary residence from a 30-year mortgage on a VA loan to a 15-year mortgage to an owner-occupied loan, and that gave me the opportunity to free up my VA eligibility, have it actually reinstated one time, and now I can go and purchase a new primary residence with my VA in the future. Are you trying to get some cash out? Want to do some home improvements to enjoy that refinished basement, that remodeled kitchen, the large deck or hot tub outside, something, all of which that will add value to your house? Maybe you want to get cash out to actually take an investment property strategy that I teach to go buy a separate house as a residual income so you have a little bit more than your 401k and your Social Security when you retire. Maybe you're trying to eliminate your mortgage, principal, and interest payment altogether. They call that a home equity conversion mortgage, and that's a refinance that people 70 years and older 
are considering all the time. Maybe you have to refinance because you've got to remove a spouse from that loan because of a separation or a divorce. All of these are very important reasons. Maybe you're actually one of the very few, but I did this a couple times this year when you're all excited about paying your house off early and you bit off more than you can chew. You went to a 15 or 10-year mortgage, and now that mortgage payment, as much as you want to stick with it, is just too much to pay every month. I had a couple people that went back to a 30-year mortgage after they aggressively paid their mortgage down, and now going into their retirement, they've got $100,000 left, and they just want to refinance and level out at a $450 a month payment. All of those are important reasons, and the big takeaway that I want to share with you and then reiterate throughout this and the next segment is don't think of your refinance as an isolated event. It's interconnected with so many facets of your finances that the typical consumer American doesn't even figure. See, I've had guests on the show that say, Jay, as a real estate agent, as a mortgage broker, we are into the finances every single day, every single week, 52 weeks a year, and we eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. So it's not your fault that you might think it's an isolated event. It's not your fault that you think it's just a cold, simple decision like buying a new hammer or a new piece of furniture, that it's interconnected with what are your retirement goals? How old are your kids? What are your goals for them financially into college? When do you expect to get a bigger home as your family grows? When do you expect to downsize when you become empty nesters? How fast do you want to pay off this mortgage? How much career advancement can you make in order to pay off this mortgage faster? How are you going to work this home with your reserve? How much home can you afford as compared to your salary? Is it smart to buy with mortgage insurance or no mortgage insurance? Is it important to actually consider taking equity out of your house to offset the expenses of your kid's college? instead of them having loans or possibly not going to college at all because of that. What are you going to do when your spouse passes away? Are you going to be able to adjust your mortgage then? Will it be too late after one of you have passed away? All of these are important with the big takeaway of please seeing your mortgage as interconnected with the rest of your life. Number two, remember the importance of the timing of your refinance like jumping rope, knowing when to jump in and how high to jump to sustain your momentum. See, it's much smarter to refinance in the fall than it is the spring because of the valuation of your house. And lastly, by seeking educated advice on your refinance, you're simply going to minimize stupid. So help minimize stupid by referring someone to me to give me a call at 330-1457, go to churchillcolorado.com and allow me to give you my 20 years of experiences through 4,500 transactions, more than 16,000 conversations to come your way for free. So stick around. I'll be back right after these important messages and we'll pull the power segment of the Jay Garvin Show.
Jay Garvin Show. Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Mondays at 7 p.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you up. Well, thanks so much for sticking with me. This is the Pup Pup Power segment with Jay Garvin's. And now, we got a lot of change going on here. Today, I'm talking about the timing of the refinance, kind of like doing the waltz. Where do you step and when do you go there? But also, we've got a lot of change going around us. When you think of a refinance, do you think of an isolated event? If you do, I want to help you understand that it's interconnected with so many other decisions you're going to make in your life and also some things that are going on around you in our community, our state, and the entire nation. See, between now and February, we're not only changing out the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Janet Yellen, but also now we are changing out the chairman of the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. And if you don't think that's going to affect rates and any refinance you would consider in the rest of November, December, January, and February, you're just naive. Call me at 330-1457, and I'll tell you whether it's a good time or a bad time to refinance right now. I'm talking about the timing of a refinance, and I want to spend a couple minutes here about the actual seasonal timing. I'm telling you, if you didn't already know it, there is a specific ebb and flow of refinance just by the seasons of the year. See, right now, as fall is coming to a close and we're stepping into winter, this is the number one time to refinance. Not because your mortgage broker or your banker needs money or because it's convenient to do it in the hectic times of the holidays. No, it's the best time in the fall and in the early winter to refinance because the valuations from the sales in the summer are statistically and dramatically higher in value and in price than in sales and valuations in the winter. It's a fact. I can show you the graph. So with the value of your house here in the fall and into the winter, that's going to be directly determined off of the sales comparables the last three to six months. And the last three to six months is in the summer when here in the Pikes Peak region, median prices have been breaking all-time records. For the very first time, the median home value went above $285,000. When you take those comparables, that then determines the value of your home. So it doesn't matter whether you're trying to take cash out, trying to eliminate your mortgage insurance, trying to shorten your term. Whatever your goal is, that's going to give you more value to work with, even if you're paying down your mortgage. Did you know you're going to get a better interest rate if you've got 40% equity as opposed to only 20% equity? It's just like a credit score. The more equity you have, the higher your credit is, the better interest rate that you're going to get. And then if you're considering going with a shorter term loan, you can get so much equity that you don't even require an appraisal and evaluation and save an extra 500 to to $1,000 there. So all of these things are factors that many people don't think of. But it's a Saturday after Thanksgiving. You're still digesting your turkey. You've still got that turkey coma going on. But I'm here to shake you out of it. I'm here to let you know that your refinance or your purchase loan is not an isolated decision in your life. 
A lot of people would want to turn it into a simple, cold decision of changing, swapping, and adjusting commodities. It's not. When you have some companies that say it's as simple as a click, rocket, take off, it's not that at all. But then at Churchill, we take, and as a host of the Jay Garvin's show, I personally take a debt-free approach to home ownership. How can you take the decision that you're making with your home? and add it into the overall goal that you have for financial retirement. Do you even have a goal of retiring? Have you accepted the fact that you're going to work until the day you die, or do you have a date checked out in the calendar as to whether and when you're going to retire? My goal is and always has been to be financially independent and retired by the age of 50. My wife and I are very, very blessed. We've stayed very, very focused the last five years and bought not one, two, three, four, five, but now six in our seventh property that have set us up financially for the rest of our life. If I do nothing more, I've made those decisions interconnected with one another to where in 15 years from now, at 65, I'm going to have more residual income, 10 to 20 grand a year, depending on how many properties I keep that come in no matter what. But that's not about me. It's about you, because right now, my only goal in life is to take the first hundred people that raise their hand and say, yes, Jay, I understand your concept of the timing of a refinance. The purchase or refinance mortgage being part of a larger decision across the board. And the big takeaways, I'm going to share with you one more time and then say goodbye. Don't think of your refinance or your purchase as an isolated event. It's interconnected with many facets of your finances and your goals. Remember the importance of the timing of your refinance, the time of your life, the phase of your career, the actual timing of the seasons. It's like a jump rope. I'll share with you when to jump in and how high you should jump in order to keep your momentum. And lastly, by seeking educated advice on your refinance, you actually can put a stop to stupid. I've seen so many people make ridiculous decisions on refinances and purchase. I just want to crawl in a hole and cry. So the fall is the best time to refinance. I shared to you why. So call me at 330-1457 to start your refinance right now. Go to ChurchillColorado.com and have a great remainder of your Thanksgiving weekend. And as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's what matters in the end. Not your refinance, not even Thanksgiving, but your actual relationships that come from all of the above. And if you've not found your passion, your calling, your purpose in life, pray to God that he would deliver it to you because that's what I have found in the radio listener, you. Someone that I would serve every single day, every single week of every single year with the heart of a teacher. So go to ChurchillColorado.com. Put your information on the right-hand side and say, Jay, I'm going to get things started before Christmas this year rather than after Christmas and get the ball rolling. Jay, can you sit down with me one-on-one -on -one and talk to me about investment property ownership? Jay, can you sit down and talk to me about my adult children who I want to get out of the basement and get on to life with home ownership? I'll do all of that with you. Text me, call me at 719-330-1457 or go to ChurchillColorado.com. And have a blessed weekend. Well, changing the weather, changing the sea. Come back, baby, you'll find a change in me. Well, 
The preceding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. 